The laws of science teach us a pound of gold weighs as much as a pound of flour, though if dropped from any undetermined height in their natural state, one would reach bottom and one would fly away. Laws of motion tell us an inert object is more difficult to propel than an object heading in the wrong direction is to turn around. Motion being energy, inertia, apathy. Apathy equals hostility. Hostility, violence. Violence being energy in its own virtue. Laws of motion teach us Black people are no less confused because of our Blackness than we are diffused because of our powerlessness. Man, we are told, is the only animal who smiles with his lips. The eyes, however, are the mirror of the soul. The problem with love is that the problem with love is not what we feel, but what we wish we felt when we began to feel we should feel something. Just as publicity is not production, seduction is not seductive. If I could make a wish, I'd wish for all the knowledge of all the world. Black may be beautiful, Professor Mitchell says, but power, but knowledge is power. Any desirable object is bought and sold. Any neglected object declines in value. It is against man's nature to be in either category. If white defines black and good defines evil, then men define women or women, scientifically speaking, describe men. If sweet is the opposite of sour and heat the absence of cold, then love is the contradiction of pain and beauty is in the eye of the beheld. Sometimes I want to touch you and be touched in return, but you think I'm grabbing and I think you're shirking. And mama always said to look out for men like you. So I go to the streets with my lips painted red and my eyes carefully shielded to seduce the world, my reluctant lover. And you go to your men slapping fives, feeling good, posing as a man, because you know as long as you sit very, very still, the laws of motion will be in effect. That was The Laws of Motion by Nikki Giovanni. I am Stace. I am Aguila. Welcome to our podcast, A Seat at Our Table, Present and Black. This week, I'm going to offer a cognitive reframe for managing angry emotions. <clears throat> so this week, I just have three steps to give you that you can implement into your life to manage um, your angry emotions. I have dealt and managed with anger my entire life and have gotten good handle on it my adult life, not so much in my childhood, but... <laughs> I'm a work in progress. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to give you all these steps and hopefully they are able to help um, whoever needs it. So the first step that I have um, when you're feeling angry, you want to problem solve. And instead of, you know, going into the reaction, as soon as you feel the angry feeling, you want to think about, okay, where is this angry feeling coming from? What caused it? What's the root of this feeling? Mm. Once you identify the root, then you're able to further address it. <clears throat> So one, you want to do problem solving. And then after problem solving, you want to calm down, you know, take a deep breath and figure out if it's, um, if the anger is caused by a problem, who can you address appropriately to get to a healthy resolve? If it's an, a situation, what can be done in that situation to um, remedy it so that you're not continue, continuously feeling angry? And if you need to remove yourself from the situation, figure out how to safely and effectively do that. And last but not least, you, I'm sorry, hello? I'm sorry, I thought I, I, thought I heard some feedback, you guys. And then last but not least, you want to um, do some relaxation because when we get angry, our blood pressure goes up, 
our our sense our senses are heightened. We can try that fight or flight response, and we want to be able to ground ourselves and um, re regulate our feelings and emotions so that we're not sending ourselves into high stress moments. So those are your cognitive reframe tips for today for managing anger. Let's get into this week's isms. What's your safe? Blazers. I love blazers. They're my favorite. They should be worn by everybody everywhere. Well, not everybody, but it's just a, like a staple piece. It's timeless. They're timeless, excuse me. I think in 20 years from now, blazers will still be awesome. You can throw a blazer on and look like your whole life is put together when it's really not. You just throw a blazer on and it just really changes things. So my ism this week is a good old-fashioned blazer. Mm. I do remember you wearing blazers and I think you have a good figure for them you you've been able to like throw a blazer on things that I wouldn't think to put a blazer on and look really decent so cheers to you friend I don't think my shoulders I think my shoulders are too broad for blazers because I've worn blazers and people be like do you have on shoulder pads and I'm like nope it's just me <laughs> blazer yeah some of them come with shoulder pads still to this no, day no which is which is fine, but like when I don't have on shoulder pads and people are like, do you have? No, I just have very broad shoulders. You can thank my father for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I do also, uh, I think I have grown to appreciate a good blazer, especially the different like cuts that they have now, like with the different like shapes in the back and like the quarter sleeve. So I too can appreciate a good blazer, especially like in a um you know in a working environment I, my, my husband doesn't really care for me to wear them out in public he thinks I look like a nanny but uh-huh I said um yeah he'd be like so dude like we have to wear the blazers I'm like well, I, I like it to cover my arms but so I, I pick and choose when I wear them but I, I have a couple in my repertoire that I can um go to just spruce up an outfit that's a good way of putting it. It's a spruce. It is. I looked in my closet the other day and I forgot. Like I have like a whole closet of blazers. And I was like, oh, that's cute. And because I like forgot I had it. <laughs> that's real cute, girl. <laughs> we did that. Um, but cut is important. Size and shape is important. I don't like short blazers. Those are weird. Um, I like them to go down far enough. So it shapes the, I don't want to say shapes the body. It accentuates the curves properly mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because some of them are boxy and like for me that's mm, I could probably pull it off but I don't, um some of them are are weird I hate short sleeve unless it's supposed to be three-quarter sleeves because I have really long arms so sometimes I put it on and it's like not three-quarter sleeves and it's not long sleeve somewhere in the middle where you know it's not supposed to be there yes like yeah. right 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 there at that cut of your forearm it's like it ain't supposed to be right there yeah <laughs> but yeah blazers are my friends dresses you can wear a blazer yes mm -hmm. you know what i think is super cute <laughs> and what i've done before those little like rompers mm -hmm. and throw a blazer on with it just like just in case the weather like for layering i've done that and people were like yeah 
some like a nice pump or a um, peekaboo toe heel. Yeah, that's the life. <laughs> that's all I got to say about blazers today, y'all. All right, cool. My ism is leggings. Leggings are my favorite thing, but they're also quite abusive because they lie to you. <laughs> and because you can like, leggings are so comfortable. And especially with like the pandemic, I was like leggings, leggings every day, all the leggings, different color leggings, different shapes, different sizes. And then it's like, okay, well, you got to go somewhere, put on some jeans. You're like, wait, I can't fit my jeans? No, bitch, because you've been wearing leggings for a year and a half. <laughs> but I love my leggings. They're so comfortable, but they're liars because they make you think that you look nice because your booty is all shapely and it covers your pooch and your stomach because they got the little like midsection. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of, friend? Tummy control. Oh, okay. They got the tummy control and everything. And you think you look good with your leggings on because you've been wearing them in the house and everything looks fine. And your husband's like, yeah, you look sexy. And then it's time to put some jeans on and you can't fasten them because you're fat. So leggings and tights are different. I'm gathering. So, so yes. <clears throat> okay. So tights are to me, right? Because the words might be interchangeable to other people. But to me, tights are like stockings oh. right so like stockings are like they can be like fishnet or um other designs patterns what have you and like we like your mommy used to make you wear to sunday school not fishnets but stockings yes <laughs> and like your mama didn't make you wear fishnets i'm gonna clear that up but um so you have stockings and then you have tights and so tights were like in the winter time instead of stockings because it was thicker but it was, it's the same concept. It's still got that little like panty line thing that you wear like underneath the dresses that are too short. And, um, oh. right. Okay. And so those were, those are stockings that they're just like thicker material. And I have like a lot of stockings, like different colors. And then you have tights, which are, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry. Those are tights. No, wait, Jesus Christ. Not to confuse myself. So you have stockings and then you have tights. And then leggings. Leggings are the ones that are like, people are wearing them in lieu of pants. I say people, m- women <laughs> in lieu of pants. That's mostly women that I've seen do it. Um, but th- they're like the much thicker material. Usually the foot is out. So that's the difference between tights and stockings too. The foot, they usually have footies. Like your foot goes in them first. Okay. tights and stockings are like that so your feet go in them first and then usually leggings don't have the feet in them they usually like ankle ankle width or calf width and um they're much thicker people like I think leggings used to be worn like under tunic tops and then some somebody wore a leg a pair of leggings with like a regular shirt or a crop top and now all the and all people think they can do it. So now leggings are the new pants. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. I know JC Penney had like a legging sale the other day. They were like $5. My mama was like, get all the colors. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> so I just went online to see the difference. Oh my God, what did it say? 
like I'm calling them all the same thing. And it turns out yoga pants are in a category of their own. So yes, mm-hmm. it's a different material. And okay. yoga pants aren't tights. Yoga pants have like a little flare at the bottom. Like they don't hug your ankle like leggings do, right? Not the yoga pants I have, unless I'm just wearing door. Okay. <laughs> a flare at the bottom. That's weird. What the hell? They don't like flare flare, but they mm. see these are not the yoga pants that I'm accustomed to. Like, I'm gonna send you this picture of yoga. Cause like yoga pants were like they were open at the bottom. Oh, okay. Maybe there are some that they didn't are hug your ankle. Oh, they're like a boot cut you're talking about. Yes, yes. Oh, I got those you. Those were those were yoga pants. Those were the yoga pants I was accustomed to. And the leggings were like they hugged the leg. Well, it looks like they've done a crossover. <laughs> well, I you know. What do I know? Uh, okay. This I'm just living cool. this life. Tights. Okay. Yeah, I I appreciate tights underneath um Wait, those are not tights. Wait, we're talking about leggings. I'm confused. Leggings. So leggings, they're the thick stuff. Yeah, leggings. You can wear those with a blazer too. But leggings aren't pants. That's what I'm saying. Like they didn't got the world, like the world done got twisted all up thinking that leggings are pants. And so people are wearing leggings as an actual bottom. And I am working really hard to not do that. Child, I was visiting you. You had on leggings every single day. I, but I, friend, it's because I'm fat and I can't fit my jeans. <laughs> That's what I was saying. They didn't like they got. Look, and I didn't. I didn't got the thick ones too, so you can't see my panties through the back. Like, I, it's a problem. And you just put that on in an oversized shirt, and you'd be like, and it's a day. Then I'd be at home with my kids. Like, what else am I supposed to wear? Nobody wants to sit around in jeans all day. Gross. I mean, you can. That's like, ooh, that hit a nerve. What? I was just uh, saying, making a comment. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, there's no shade. I'm just like, I, nobody wants to, like, you can't, not you can't. I can't lounge in jeans. And so I lounge in leggings. And then I'm like, shorts, eh, that's a whole thing. And then um, in addition to shorts being an issue, like, who like I don't know Legging, leggings are primo they just they're not pants and they like they lie to you if you can pull it off make it work because everybody can't pull off a good legging <laughs> what do you mean um so you can pull it off do it <laughs> pulling it off is not the issue so I'd be like, mm, that ain't gonna work for me. <laughs> you put a blazer on that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you could rock it with a blazer. Rock some leggings with a blazer okay. and some boots, some riding boots. So, yeah, with the boots. Okay, so I have a lot of leggings then. Now that I'm thinking about, now that I know the difference between a legging and a tight. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't wear them. I when I was going into the office, I would wear them occasionally with the boots, with the riding boots, um, and some type of like what do you call those things? Duster. A duster. Or a modified blazer. A duster. Those are the um the long cardigans. That oh, are- I forget you call it a duster. Yes. 
Um, yeah. So, and they were, and I liked wearing, cause they were just so easy. You just put them on and skip about your day. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can, I can agree with you there. That's hilarious. Next week's episode, we'll talk about yoga pants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap up this week's ism and get into this week's ramblings. What we talk about, Stace. So this week with the COVID-19 restrictions being lifted around the globe, we'll be discussing our thoughts on travel, socializing, and how safe we feel with going back out. So let's get started with talking about how we feel going back in the wild and gathering in groups. So I'll start. I feel okay, depending on with whom I'm going, if I'm going to go with somebody and, and where. So if I'm doing the whole socializing thing, there are certain people that I will go with and certain people I won't because, you know, some people just reckless and I'm not trying to be around you or have you in my space. So, um, I don't mind it. And I've gone to, I went to a restaurant. I've been going to restaurants, um, and trying to just stay away. I went somewhere last week, had the whole section. There was really nobody there. Five minutes later, they wanted to put everybody in that section. I was like, you dirty bastards. (laughs) This is supposed to be reserved for me, but, um, I don't feel any, any way about going back outside still, I shouldn't say I don't feel anywhere. I'm still cautious. Eyebrow is still raised, but I'm not as reserved as, you know, in the beginning. What about you? Um, I too am cautious depending on who I'm with, where I'm going. If I go, if I do go to a restaurant, I try to sit outside. Mm. Um, that, that helps my nerves <laughs> because I just be like, even when the pandemic first started, they're like, okay, well, if you gather outside, it's better because like it's open air. And so you're not just circular, you're not just circulating, you know, you know, germs or what have you. But um, I don't know. I guess like my, my hugest reservation is because I have small children and I just get nervous about them and their immune system with going outside. But um. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be more open to it because I'm tired. I'm tired of being a recluse, and I am a social butterfly by nature. So I'm wanting to get back into the wild. I'm just like super, super cautious. Gotcha. So I was going to ask about the um, the small humans and them going out, but you just talked about that. So they have to stay inside. Well, n- no. When it comes to like group things, would you take them to like what do you what do you guys do like hay rides or is that that's winter that's fall? Yes. So like they've been getting invitations to like birthday parties and stuff. Um, and like I met up with this um I'm joined this like um, mom group of moms who like go to the park and do outings and stuff with their kids and so like I'm trying to do that so that they can have like other child interaction it's just so hard because like as soon as I get ready to like go and introduce my kids to all these different you know situations or environments I hear about another kid or like somebody else getting sick or another kid getting sick 
or like how the numbers are going up in a particular area. So like, I just, it's, 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 I pray constantly and I worry all the time. And I know my, I can just hear my grandmama may she rest in peace. If you gonna pray, don't worry. If you gonna worry, don't pray. <laughs> just hear a voice in my head. And I, and I just, yes, mama. I just hear my, hear her voice in my head saying like, you know, oh my God. Hold on. She really wanted me to hear what she had to say just now. Anyway, I um I um I just I don't know. I, I'm trying to do the best thing for them. And I think I believe that children need social interaction and they they need to be around other people. But um I'm just I'm really, really, really nervous about completely jumping in there. So I would say that we are um, out in the wild with with uh, safety devices on. We're in the pool with float with floaties on. We're, we're waiting in the kiddie pool. That's good. One day they'll be able to go out and see other small humans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's like me. <laughs> right. Well, and like even I took I like I took them to the park the other day because like they need to go outside, and I took them to the park. And there was no one there. And it was so crazy because like I go, when I go to the park, I wipe down things before they play on them because I, you know, I want to make sure, you know, because kids, they touch things and where their hands go in their mouths. So I'm in the park, I'm wiping down stuff and my kids were the only one at the park at the time. And so I'm wiping stuff down and, you know, as soon as they touch something else, I'm sanitizing their hands and just all the germs are being destroyed as soon as I, they get, they make impact. And um, they were playing and they had a good time. And then like other kids started to come to the park and then we left because there are too many, like there are more kids there. And I was like, you, like you, I remember back in the day when I had my nephew, we would ride around like pre-pandemic, we would ride to different parks to see where they had the most kids so that he can play with other children. Mm. And now it's just like, I'm riding around looking to see which parks are, are scarce. <laughs> so that my kids can play you know what i'm saying like it's 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 so backwards and it's so asinine but it's like I, what do you do i totally get that because i know folks I, I i i just know people aren't taking the same precautions with their kids like if their kid is sick they're just not going to be like oh let's stay home they're right. going to have out and about um infecting the rest of the population so i totally get it at parks too Sneeze and sniffling. Oh gosh, carrying on. Mm-hmm. So, just carry around like some Lysol spray. Get get the kids like little, you know, the little travel size. So, mm-hmm. let me like back up, please, and start spraying. I have Lysol wipes, and I'd be out there wiping the swing down, and I like I wipe the swing down, and that's the swing that we use, and I wipe down the slide and. The little monkey ball. like I wipe everything down that she has to touch and then we go from there so, yes my nerves is bad all the time because I I stay wiping them down and my husband's like they're fine babe they're gonna catch whatever germs they're gonna catch and you're just gonna have to be okay with it and I'll be like uh-uh not on my watch 
Not in the name of Jesus. Yeah, it's a mess. I totally get it. Will you teach them how to carry some Lysol, like the little tiny sprays and spray people? Absolutely. <laughs> um, it's okay. So I'm sure you remember like my, my little nephew when you had him, he was in kindergarten and I sent him to school with his own water bottle because ew, public water fountains. And he had his own um, hand sanitizer in his backpack. And he had a little small, like traveling size Lysol wipes. And he had some soap in his backpack, just in case there was another bathroom. Excellent. <laughs> I don't see, I don't see the issue. Like you, cleanliness is next to godliness. And I think that we should teach our, teach our children early how to be, you know, in the world, not of the world. So the next thing is talking about, I think we kind of hit on it, precautions and letting, and letting our guard down. Um, I personally am going to continue with precautions, like wearing my mask and using like a napkin. I try to take a napkin wherever I go. If I have to like touch a door to open it, I'll still use that or some gloves. And, um, I don't want people near me. I mean, that's just pretty post-pandemic. <laughs> I want to be able to stretch out my arms and go in a circle. That's how far away you need to be from me on all mm-hmm. sides. So I personally don't plan on um, letting down precautions. I was in the store the other day. I don't know what's happening. I just, I'm like, did I miss a memo? Nobody had on, I shouldn't say nobody. Most of the people I saw didn't have on a mask. So I'm looking around like, was there something that went out that I just didn't see like a notification from the governor? I, I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I was like, well, for me and my house, we gonna keep these masks on and go in the store because I'm not comfortable yet breathing in the um, droplets that are out there. And I double mask still, still to this day. Yeah, I, um, I don't, we don't double mask, but we have the KN95 mask that we wear. And um, even my, even my daughter wears a mask and she's, you know, she's two, but I will continue to wear masks and I will continue to, you know, take, you know, when we come home, we still strip and then shower before we, you know, navigate throughout the home. And we, you know, are very cautious still about bringing other people into the home because everyone doesn't take the same precautions. Like it just, but I mean, I, but like you, like I was like that before anyway. <laughs> I was like that before anyway as well. I don't know. I just, I hate that we have to be this way, but it's also like super necessary to be this way. Do you do you um do you hang your jackets up like by the door or do you bring your jackets like in the house? It depends. If I need to wash it, it comes in further. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, it just goes at the door. Okay. Oh, wow. door. Yeah, I um I mentioned that to my oh, what about your purse? Like do you do you what I like lice all your purse and stuff when you come in the house? No, that doesn't leave my body. Um, okay. I have one now that's just on me. 
I don't mm-hmm. take it off. It's just, it's on while I'm driving. It's <laughs> it does not get put down. So um, the air, yeah, the particles from outside are probably just teeming with back. Uh, now that I think about it, but no, I don't, it doesn't, I don't, I don't like all it. Okay. Cause I know um, whenever we come back, cause I carry a, a big bag or a nice size bag rather. And um, I lice all my purses or wipe them down with like a Clorox wipe when we come home. And my mom, my mom was visiting. I love her two pieces. And she knows like no shoes in the house. And like, you know, we take our clothes off. She's like, she's good with all that. But then she'll come in and like throw her purse on my couch. And I'll be like, <laughs> but like all those germs, all of them. You put your purse down. And my, my mom is like the clunkier purse on the counter when you when you have to pay type, type of chick. And I'm okay. like, huh? I was like, okay. And so I'm like, oh, can you please not? put that on my furniture where my kids put their faces. And my mom was like, oh my God, I do, it's a purse. And I'm like, it's so dirty. And I'm like, and I like, I had to sit down here and I was like, think about all the places that you have put this purse. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, you go to the bathroom, where do you put your purse? You go, you go, you go to the store, we you put your purse. You go to the restaurant where you put your purse. She was like, I didn't think about that. I was like, I know. And like, with that's, all I think about. And like, all I see is the bacteria floating where you put that purse on my couch. And now I have to watch the seat cushion. And she was just like, oh my God, I'll wash it. Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> calm down it girl. And I was like, I just, I, I, I almost had like a conniption. Cause I was just like, what, like why, why I don't, I'm confused. What's happening right now? Why is this happening? I totally so. understand that. It's just, it's really nasty. And then like my daughter will like throw her face on the couch when she's trying to like pull herself up. And I'm like, oh my God, cut the whole face off because it's contaminated. <laughs> well, I'm going to be strong. <laughs> <laughs> this is so gross. Or like, oh my gosh. Or even like people will clean their cells, but not wipe their phones down. But they've been touching on their phones while they've been out touching everything else. And I'm like, your phone is dirty. Mm-hmm. Wipe your like, wipe your phone down. Absolutely, and glasses if you wear them. Yes, and your glasses and your little like smart watch that you've been touching on the whole time you've been at. just Clorox your body, okay? Everything that's on your person, everything needs to be wiped down. Mm-hmm. Totally get it. So for travel. Now, mm-hmm. when I came to visit you last year, was it last year? Last year. Um, yeah, because that's when the boy, yeah. Um, I didn't know. So I'm still, oh yeah. Airlines, they're still social distancing. And yeah, right. I, um, I got on the plane and found out that was not true. Uh, I was so irritated. And I told you about the coughing fit. Some dude had it right behind me. Of course. Mm-hmm. Why not? I bought my face shield. I have a mask on, but I bought my face shield. Where'd I leave it? In the suitcase. Forgot. And I think I just decided, you know, I'm going to be nice and help them out and check the bag. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I was like, if I travel, when I travel rather, um, 
Yeah, that whole plane situation, unless I am springing for first class, it's not something I want to do right now in this climate mm-hmm. because it's just too close. Like people, you know how it is in, on airlines. They're just like mm-hmm. right next to you. And, and they're, bre- oh my gosh. Even though I know like their filters are really good, probably allegedly top notch the way they have the um, air filtering in the cabin. I appreciate that. However, comma. I still would prefer some space, preferably a row what, that I'm in and one in front and one behind. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that's not how it works, but I'm like, unless I had to, if it's an emergency, yeah, you get on a plane, you do what you have to do. But otherwise, if I can't drive, mm, I don't think I need to be going anywhere. <laughs> you know, I'm inclined to agree with you. Like that's, that's pretty much where I am. Like we were thinking about doing a trip and I was like, well, if I can't get there in the vehicle that I already pay for, <laughs> then we won't be going. Cause I, I just, first of all, flying with children just does not sound like something I need to be a part of. And then on top of that, flying with children in the midst of a pandemic additionally does not sound like something I want to be a part of. Oh, it's like even just now while I'm talking to you about it all I'm thinking about is not being able to sit in my seat the whole time because my two-year-old needs to go to the bathroom because she's potty trained and then I'm just like okay do I make the choice of letting her letting her wear pull-ups and just go on herself and then regressing or do I walk past all of these people who are not wearing masks to go into this germ-infested restroom where really only half of a person can fit inside because you know those bathrooms are not big enough for one person let alone two Mm -hmm. and then just just all just just horrible thoughts horrible thoughts in my mind about the bathroom so I'm just like we're just gonna stay home we're gonna stay home until they're 10. No that's right um I guess get those I guess get those um VR headsets and enjoy. <laughs> Kids, we're going on vacation. Put on your headsets. Where do you want to go today? <laughs> and Willa, y'all can save. <laughs> they could go to Disney World. And you ain't got to leave your house. Damn. There you go. That's awesome. What are y'all doing for the holiday? We're thinking Anguilla, maybe the Bahamas. I don't know. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll roll the dice. <laughs> Child, have pictures and everything. Mm-hmm. That's scary. It's not scary, but it's it's happening. Well, it's yeah. probably been happening, but it's coming out mainstream. And this whole, this is an aside, but I'm going to say it like the whole metaverse, you know, mm-hmm. you know, meta, right? Facebook is now meta, but we still yeah. have this whole thing. Um. I saw like some celebrities are getting on board to do some type of shows. And I'm just like, come on. This is why we can't fight the machine because y'all out here sign up for the fuel foolishness. And you know, these people who um, follow these celebrities are going to want to do exactly what they're doing. And everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. It's like, oh, why? You know, you talking about the metaverse. I was um, watching this show and everyone is in like this virtual reality 
because like after they die they get uploaded to this like yeah digital you are you watching that too i've seen it yeah <laughs> okay so what pissed me off was i'm like okay well if 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 technology is advanced enough for me to be project myself and have feelings and sensations in this virtual universe there should also be some type of um I don't even know what you want to call it. There's also be this type of sensation that I get if someone comes into my home or is in close proximity to me and in, in the real world. Because my question is like, whenever I see these virtual reality shows I'm all, or movies, I'm always like, well, then how do you protect your body on the outside? Right. If you're submerged in the inside, like, so someone can come and just slit your throat because you can't see them because you're so engrossed in being in this virtual, like who's protecting your body? Because without your body, like you, you cease to exist, like you, right? Like mm-hmm. why does nobody ever come up with like how to figure out this caveat? Like why, why am I the only person who seems to be concerned about this? <laughs> and so when the person almost died, I was like, and that's what you get. Because how are you sitting in your house with your, let me tell you where I would be in my home if I had on some virtual reality goggles, okay? I would be in a closet somewhere because you can't get behind me or beside me. The only way in here is to come in through the door and I hear this door open. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be, I need to make sure that my di- my eyes are dotted and my T's are crossed. And if you're walking up on me, you're gonna have to fight player because I'm in this closet and on the floor, but in the, you know, behind the line, which in the wardrobe. I hear you on that deadbolt. First of all, deadbolt the doors. But it's like, and in, in when I was watching, somebody came in to kill them through the window. Why is your window open and you in the virtual reality world? You tripping. Right. It's too much trust. <laughs> That's just like leaving your doors unlocked nowadays. Uh, like, it's fine. It's okay. Like, no, it's not. I don't care what type of neighborhood you live in or you think you live in lock those doors your home and your vehicles because people be on the prowl i don't even leave my uh my room door unlocked <laughs> damn sure i ain't leaving my my house door unlocked <laughs> it's so bizarre out here but yeah I, that's that's what i i know what scene you're talking about too and i'm just like yeah thought the same thing you freaking idiot <laughs> i was mad and i hoped he had caught her so i was like you stupid Anyway, I just, I, and don't let it be one of us on the telly. Well, 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 she was um, halfway one of us, so. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord Jesus, this metaverse. I'm not ready. I just need, I'm just, I'm got, I'm trying to get a good grip on reality. So let me figure that out first and then we'll talk about this whole metaverse thing i'm gonna just give you a little something if you care to do some reading look up what china is doing with respect to like social scores and i could be saying it wrong but it's like just look it up just put type in like china and social scores i'm sure a whole bunch of articles will come up that'll that'll make you happy to read about that so what's next so we talked about precautions we talked about travel groups and letting the little humans outside 
So that's about it. It just sounds like us personally, we're going to continue to take precautions and not be so quick to be like masks off, gloves off. Yay. It's normal again. No, no. it's abnormal. It's always been abnormal. It's just more abnormal now. And we have to govern ourselves accordingly to protect our families. Yes. And I also feel like, you know, it's, it's our job as human beings, as conscious beings to, you know, have discernment when it comes to certain things and like be able to decipher. Yes, I know, the, you know, that the government is saying, oh, everything's safe. We can go back to normal. But that's, to, in my opinion, that's, that's an economy thing. That's, that's about money. That has nothing to do with public safety. It has everything to do with the fact that they want y'all to come back to, to work and, and, you know, keep making the government money. So I think that if we see that people are, st- are steadily getting sick and then the numbers are steadily rising, then we need to do our part as human beings to be responsible for each other and, you know, take the proper precautions. And like Stacey said, like, if you're sick and you don't feel good, or if your children are sick and they don't feel good, like, keep them at home. Like, that's that's so important. I know, you know, we all want to make that buzz or we all want to take that vacation, but people are still dying at an alarming rate and we need to make sure that we're taking taking this seriously or continuous, continuing to take it seriously so that um, things can get better eventually. All right, so that wraps, <laughs> that wraps up <laughs> ramblings. Sounds good. Alrighty then, let's get into this. Let's get into our survival skills. Oh, do we have any announcements? Well, first of all, that's not going to be a new addition to, to the podcast. What? <laughs> the singing into the next, next oh. segment. <laughs> it wasn't, it just, it came out of my mouth organically. That was you, funny. You can have that and you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I might have to take that back. <laughs> We're not adding that. That will not be added. That was just on the fly. No announcements. Okay. Survival skills 101. Mine is you are the CEO of your life. And don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. And with that, govern yourselves accordingly. Thank you for listening to us at our table, present and black. Peace.